Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Practicing Christian with yours truly, Aaron Panice, where I give godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. So we back with part two of Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month and the Mental State of Men. Let's get into the show. Woke up today, feeling great, no worries, today is a new day, even with the Lord on my plate, may not have it all, but I always have faith, so we gon' keep it real, we gon' keep it true, and still praise God with a new groove, come together and push through, it's amazing what prayer can do, cause sometimes it's hard to see the blessings right in front of me, follow the light and now I see, God has been so good to me, they make me smile Your words, they still haven't let me down All good cause we living better now as I mentioned last week, we have our boy Bryant here. And when it comes to the things that he's been through, he has a lot of things that he can relate. And he's a subject matter expert in it because he's been so many places and God has used him for so many things in his life because of the things that he's gone through. But yeah, let's start back on where we last left off when we were talking about control. The thing that anxiety and depression and mental health stems from, it's stems from wanting to have complete control of our lives and situations. And as mentioned, if we had complete control and things of our lives, then there would be no need for God. God made it that way. So you have to come back to him. And so you know that you have a maker and it isn't just you operating in your own will. Some things can only be given to you or can only be released when you go back to the drawing board and you go meet the maker. So yeah, let's get into it, B. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> so when it comes to the things we can't control, I'll say for me, like I said, as a woman, I'm an overthinker. So, you know, if things don't go the way I want to, I automatically go into, OK, I got to do this. I got to figure out this. And also being a single mom. You got to plan A, B, C, and D. If it don't work out this way, I got to come up with this. And it's because you understand that there's nobody coming to save you until that time. Until my husband finds me right now, I got to make it happen. And so with that being said, like I said, God has allowed me to be able to walk in a little masculinity and being able to see what it is. I ain't going to lie, I guess because I'm impatient and I can I can say that I Say that's every woman. When you come out of that independent state and you walk into somebody that you don't have to be the strong person with, it's like, okay, you can just relax. And when you ask somebody to do something as an independent woman and they don't do it, you be like, all right, I'll do it myself. And it'll irritate the crap out of you. And so God is teaching me patience and grace. You have to give people grace because you know what it is to have to figure it out. Same as a man. If you want a man to lead you, that means you can't interfere sometimes. You have to let him figure that thing out because that's his job as a man. And as a woman, you be like, no, not about that. Uh, we're going to figure it out or I'll figure it out of you. If you anything like me, don't worry. I handle it. Don't even try to figure it out. I'd be like, Mm -mm. No, ma'am, that's not going to work because you're going to bump heads with the man that I send you because he going to think you're doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> that just goes, it just circles back to control, you know, like it my, does. one of the things I used to get mad about was like, 
um, texting, right? If I give you enough uh, of my attention to text you and you you take seven hours to text back, what are you doing? Like, you have your phone in your hand. I know you see my text message, right? Oh, I forgot. I never thought in my head, I'm like, how? You got people, you, I mean, you got that many people texting you? You can't remember who you texting? That's the one. And so, That's the one. Uh, and so, like, once I let that go, once I, like, was, like, that was, like, one just, like, my pet peeve, but I was, like, that was a form of control. Like, you should, could you if I'm talking to you, you, could, you should text me back. All right, I give you, you know, between two to five minutes, oh, you are an excellent texter. Between 10 to 30 minutes, okay, you cool. Five hours, though? You know, regard with regards of like, okay, I understand you might be at work, whatever, whatever those things, but I know you off. You could you couldn't say, hey, I'm about to go out there and cut the grass or something. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm about to meet with my mom. It might be a little while. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't until I just was like, you know what? If they text me back, they text me back. If they don't, cool. So once I let that go, like it was so much easier not to be mad at people. And hey. so yeah, listen, he's talking to us women. Cause no lie. Listen, you you in my business, D. Don't do that. <laughs> I be saying that all the time. What yes. took you so long? Like, so me, I'm a very busy person. I really am. From the time I wake up in my morning starts at four o'clock, sometimes three o'clock in the morning, sometimes. And in my mind, I make time for what I want and who I want. And in my mind, I be like, well, if I can make time, they can make time. But that is not how things work. Like I said, let's go, but let's take it all the way back to that character development. You prepare and don't even know you prepare and bro, that bought it back full circle in this moment. And this is an aha moment for me. If you say you want a husband, right? And you want a man that work, right? If you want a man that work, baby, he ain't trying to be texting you all the time. Baby, it don't work like that. I mean, of course, communication. I ain't talking about nobody that just playing games. No, I'm talking about a real man, a man of God. Baby, he got standing around twirling his stuff, waiting on you to text with his uh his little, little you know how we be in high school, be laying on the bed with uh clacking our feet together. <laughs> Baby, he, he be laying around clacking his feet together, waiting on your text. That man is working. And God is literally showing you patience with that person. You have to learn patience, humbleness, communication, love, grace. You have to operate in all of that before you get married. Full circle moment. I have a problem because I want what I want when I want it because I provide it for myself. So if you tell me no, I'm not going to lie. I get mad at no. I can admit that. I'd be like, you said no. I don't understand them words. And I get real silent. And in my head, I'd be low rank, real bad, mm-hmm. real bad. <laughs> I mean, and that you know that just if we if we if we take it another step, we peel back the onion just a little bit further. Yep. Think about how much grace somebody gave you. Yep. You better say it. Yeah. Just think about that. Like, man, I want this person to do. I want him to text me back. I want her to text me back. Well, what happened when you ain't texting them back? And <laughs> they just pick up the conversation right back. What happens when you ignore that person, right? So let's let's take it. Let's take. Let's go a little further. When God wants you to do something, you don't do it. Now, why you in my business? Um, let me stop you right now. <laughs> <laughs> when God wants to do something, you don't do it, or you take too long to do it. Or right? if you even want to do it, that's the bo- that's exactly. the one. <laughs> but then, but then let's flip it around, though. Let's flip it around. When you want God to do something for you, and He taking, it seemed like He taking His sweet time. Yep. But in all actuality, you know, what I'm saying everything that you need, you can't have right now because if you get it right now, you erect the ship. So you you want to be on my time, but I don't want to be on your time. And then God wants you to do something. 
you know, and you like, okay, God, I'm done. You think you finished, but you ain't you ain't passed the test. You didn't pass the lesson. You didn't get what you were supposed to get. So that's why you did a little longer, yep. right? And then you get anxiety and depression from not being able to control. Now, this is just one aspect of anxiety and depression. It's not full-fledged. And then then you like, man, I don't want to be here no more because it's not it's not working out how I, was, I thought it was supposed to work out. It's never as good as it seems and yep. it's never as bad as it seems, right? As long as you, if you can stay balanced, then you can change some stuff. Again, when I stopped trying to tell God what I wanted and how I wanted it was when I got what I put on the vision board. Because God going to give it to you how he sees fit that you best need it. Yeah. going to give it to you when you can manage what he, what you asking for. You ain't going to give a 15 year old that got his permit no Mercedes Benz. Yup. You know what I'm saying? They can't drive that. What can, what? No, you ain't going to give him no Camaro. You know, and so it's just one of those things where God knows what he's doing with his child, with you. You know, he knows how many hairs on your head. And so if you decide that you want to cancel or quit because it ain't going the way you want to go or you don't got the person that you think that you're supposed to have, God go through that every day. Think about it. Let's just let's just talk about Moses. Moses got mad. He allowed somebody to make him mad instead of speaking to the rock. He hit the rock. Yep. The second time. Right. Now, it didn't cause him to miss heaven, but it caused him to miss the promise in the natural world, right? And so, guess what? If you the promise, mm-hmm. individual, if you the promise, and somebody don't do something that you want them to do at that moment, or they do something that violate the standards, the rules, the boundaries that you set, that don't mean they ain't going to heaven, but they could finna miss you as the promise. Yup. In the natural. So, guess what? What's going to happen? He rose somebody else up. Then he raised Joshua up to take over, lead him into the promise. Yeah, I better get this. So, so guess what? Let Moses go and, <laughs> and, wait, on, and, and wait on Joshua to get brought up. Yes, like, God. Like, I'm just being real. Like, think about it. And then let's flip it. You don't be Moses. Be Joshua. Do what you told, right? And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying that it's... it's without challenge, because without it's challenge. not. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, when, when I began to learn what God wanted and do it and move with haste, that was when I was able to sleep better. I was able to, to smile more. I was able to have more fun. I was able to enjoy life. I didn't care about how I was going... This was going to happen. God, you ain't never for taking me. So, hey, I'm finna roll with you. He ain't never left me out. You yes. Ne- but you never put something in me that you didn't you didn't provide for. The provision is there, right? So, worried about X, Y, and Z. How I'm gonna pay this bill, man? Wait, all right, if you working and you doing, and, you, and God is telling you what to do. I remember I didn't have enough gas to get to a job that I had when I was down in Tampa. I had enough gas to get there. I didn't have enough gas to cut, get back. I had took this job out of faith Here go that scripture, right? Hebrews 11 and 1. I I took that job out of faith and I was faithfully going, uh, learning, interning, doing what I needed to do to become just a better trainer. And I was like, all right, God, my prayer was when I got up that morning, okay, God, you know, I don't got no gas. So I need you to do something. That was was my prayer. I got in my car that morning at four o'clock. I had to get there by 4.30. Got there at 4.30. My boss at the time was in the meeting room. And he was like, what's up, homie? I was like, what's up? What's up, bro? And he was just like, all right. So he was telling me going over the stuff. And man, this man turned to his right. I'm on his left. And I just hear... I'm like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? I kind of like, I like I ain't look. But then I was like, oh, that, that sound like money. You know that sound when... You just, yep. <laughs> and so, so I was like, all right, I'm going to stay right here 
And I'm just look at it, man. He said, "Hey, man, he, he go hundred dollars for staying faithful." Oh, I just I said, "Thank you, Lord." God is. Not only did he give me enough, he gave me enough money to get back home. But he gave me enough money to get me more than get back. I can get back home and come back a few times with that. <laughs> you know what I'm and so, but like that's a testament. Like that's a moment. Like, hey, God was here. God, God, God showed up. God saved. God did it. I didn't control it. I just fulfilled what I told somebody that I was going to do. I stayed faithful and I believed that I, I believed that God was going to create something without me having something to see, right? The substance of things hoped for with the evidence of things unseen. I had faith that I was going to have enough gas to get back. Right. I didn't see the gas money in my hand until I got there. But up until that point, I had no gas money. But God, right? I let go of controlling the narrative of saying, hey, I ain't gonna be able to make it tomorrow because I don't have no gas. Instead of saying that, I said, look, God, you gonna show up for me. You, you've consistently shown up for me. So I'm gonna go do this. And then you're gonna, and then you're gonna show up. And he showed up. Letting go of expectation. Oh, that's oh a big, wow. That's Man, what control expectations? Oh, there's two things right there off the most of that. We just those gems letting go of control and letting go of expectations of who you expect God to be and how you expect him to move. Because bruh, you ain't lied in. When you tell God you want him to move, and you be like, okay, God, I know you're gonna give me some money. God might not literally give you the money. He may bless somebody with it to pay it for you. And like I said, that's the thing about emotional anxiety and that control and want to know who, what, when, where, and how. You got to understand that God is God and he uses the foolish things to confound the wise. And when it comes to control expectation, God sends you through that character development to throw that completely out the window. So for the men out there, if you don't know God, get to know God and watch God change the narrative and in, in how you expect things to be. And because he changes those things, it changes your perspective on life and it changes the trajectory of your life because now you start to view things not as an obstacle but as a redirection come on God God didn't say no because of the promises of God are yes and amen if the promises of God are yes and amen that means hey I ain't telling you you cannot have it but the, that that you're wanting you have to mature into it and those are for big things for the little things that you want it's like are you patient enough so expectations control and patience Woo. That's three. Patience. God will literally teach you patience whenever you are asking or expecting certain things from God. Because you have to let go of, I want it right now. That's what men and women. Like, when you in God, some things he'll go ahead and release. And so with, with that being said, some people may not have a problem with that, right? Some, mm-hmm. people, feel, some people may feel like, I'm alone. I'm alone. Ain't there's nobody here that can understand me. Mm-hmm. That goes back to who are you connected to? Who are you connecting with? Are you you trying to force yourself to be in a group that, frankly, you can't operate with because you're operating at a higher frequency? Right. And so if you sit back, look around, look at what you're trying to do and look at the people that you're hanging out with. Right. right. They are not moving forward, progressing in a direction. Right. You got to continue to grow because if they say if you're not grow, you're dying. Right. That's the truth. Are you living or are you just existing? Right. So what happens if somebody is alive, but they're sedentary? Like, that mean, not moving, like just just there. Right. 
Well, that means they begin to waste away because the muscles, the brain, the ligaments, everything that's connected to you are not being used. Mm -hmm. Right. So but when you have somebody that has an active lifestyle, you will see somebody that's like 70 years old can run, jump, hop, flip, whatever. But that's because they lived an active lifestyle. And so you have to actively seek out people that you can connect with that is growing. Um, They don't necessarily have to be going in the same direction as you, but they do need to be growing and they need to be growing in. The one thing that y'all have to have in common is that they got to be believers. They have to believe that God is the one true God, the way yep. that life, right? So if you have that foundation, business-wise, it don't matter where they're going because everything that they're doing, God has told them what to do. Yep. All you need to do is connect with them because if y'all going together, right? And the goal is to, to populate heaven and to depopulate hell, then you will reach your people and they will reach their people. People, y'all have populated the the kingdom of God. And so you have to understand that you have to be intentional about the people that you are connecting with. And people say, I don't Mm -hmm. like connecting with people. I'm a loner. Oh, no, you're not. God created you to connect with people. He did. Why he gave Adam Eve. Come on, bro. You better preach it. I'm just saying, like, that's why he gave Adam Eve. You you, you connect with people. It don't have to be, it, it could be people that's in your family or it could be people that is not biologically from your family. Yep. But God created you to connect. Think about it. Every awesome thing didn't, was not self-made. No, nobody, like nobody made something by themselves. They were like, oh, yes, I did. No, you created something by yourself that was a part. And that part connected to this other part, right? Yes. Say, well, I created a formula where your formula would have never been bought. Had not a consumer said, oh, this is amazing. And so um, business owners may have started a business, but if you don't have anybody to buy whatever service that you're selling, the business is there, but is is it really what it was supposed to do? Yes. And so, and so like, that's the thing. Like, who are you connecting with? Connect with the godly people. Connect with the godly council. And, and I'm not saying that you connect with the people that are always holier than thou, churchy, ch- doing... I'm not saying that because people don't... We don't live our life like that. All Christians don't live like that. Like, hey, every time we talk, we got to talk about the Bible. No, we have regular people. Right. We are regular people, right? We just believe in God. So, but but there is every, like, so we don't talk about, there's, we don't always like 24 7, seven days a week talk about Jesus. Right. Jesus, that. However, there's any, anything that we do, evidence God, of God in it. It's evidence of God, but also the Bible could be talked about in whatever we're going through because the Bible is a, is a, a unceased. Ooh, 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 tag me in. And I just want to add on to that by saying even Peter, he was the, the most connected to Jesus. That was Jesus' homie and best friend. And Peter told him, I would never deny you, Father. He said, yes, you is. He said, no, nah, uh. he said, I'm going to give you one even better. You're going to deny me for the rooster crow. Three times. And in, let's go to the situation in when he would deny him. Baby, don't go ask Peter. I can imagine Peter saying no to him. You're like, what would that mean? Well, I was never <laughs> The Bible said Peter cussed them folks out. Now, yeah. I don't cuss. And so if hell a cuss word, y'all, y'all, excuse me, because I don't be cussing. But yeah, Peter don't cuss them folks out and said, I don't know him. But when you read, Jesus also told him how Satan desires to sift you apart like we. But I'm praying for you. Oh, me. That's what I'm saying. So like when it comes to your godly friends, because when Peter... People meet me and meet people like Brian and Jazz and a couple of more of our other safe friends. They like, this is what it's like to be safe. And I'm 
looking at them like, what you thought it was like to be saved? Like, saved. <laughs> yes, saved is not where you go to die. And so you're going to need that godly connection with people who are connected to God, but who can also operate in the genuineness of themselves because God made you a thumbprint. He made you a person. Your purpose in your personality literally connect for the people that you will reach. Aaron is not called to reach everybody. Although I am a seasoned Christian, I'm not trying to reach seasoned Christians to the point where I'm throwing scripture on you and we going neck for neck about what the scripture said and we can compare. No, if you a seasoned Christian and you struggle and you feel convicted about going back to God because you keep struggling with something, skirmy, hey, come here. Yeah, yeah, he got something. He told me to tell you he still love you. If you a person who's just getting into God and you like, I don't wait like the way the Christians treated me because I was in church and da-da-da-da-da. Screw me. Yeah, you. I got something for you. Yeah, come on. C -c -c come on back. Because God has called me to reach a generation who's trying to get back. So many people have gotten out of that because they practicing to be God to where you're doing it as a script. Baby, it's not a script. This is a lifestyle. Right. It's an experience. You got to yes. on the daily. And that's some of the things that, that I'm happy that I was able to watch people mm -hmm. experience with God on a consistent basis until I had my experience. That's the one. And so people say, oh, it's supposed to feel like this. It's supposed to feel like that. How, nobody can dictate how, how your experience is going to go. And so after that first experience with God, which didn't even happen with my pastors uh, who I'm under now, it happened um, under another church. They gave me practical application to make it easier for me to have more experiences. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's let's put that in perspective. Well, instead of having a going to a church meeting and having a amazing prayer session, which you should go to church. You should do not forsake the fellowship of brethren and sisters, That's right? Hard. Instead of having to wait until I go to church, they showed me that I could have it in my house. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. How I do that? You know what I'm saying? And so instead of praying just at church, they show, hey, you could pray at home. This is what you need to do, right? So they gave me practical application. They showed me the type of music to help calm the body. They showed me uh, tactics when I pray on how to concentrate on what I was doing. And so because of that practical application, it allowed me the ability to be ready for the experience. And when the experience happened, I wouldn't have to be like, oh, this is the experience. No. So now the experience happened because I'm pumped and primed and ready, right? You can't start a right. lawnmower. You, you know, you can't start a lawnmower until you pump and prime it, right? Well, yes. You know, people that have trouble with their lawnmower, they don't never pull it out. But if you uh, if you use your lawnmower on a consistent basis, it's already pumped and primed. I want to be that Christian that's already pumped and primed. So when when God want to move, yep. I don't have to pump and prime. I'm already pumped and primed. Yep. I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. Yep. And if you got a relationship with God, you always going to stay ready because in a relationship, you constantly talking to your partner every day. You ain't just talking to him when you go to church. Right. No, you actually having thoughts and conversation. And let me go back into what you said a while ago, B, when you said the things that you would intake. That's another key point that I want to highlight. What are you intaking? So that's another thing that can help your mental health in this month. Guard what you intake. That means from the music you consume, the things you watch on TV, the things that you say, guard your eye, ear, and mouth gate. And with that being said, you need to be under or rather listening to something to feed your spirit. And that's men and women. You should be looking up things like whatever you're going through or whatever 
wherever you're going to, you should be researching things to get you to that point. And me actively reading, I read my Bible. And again, like I said, I'm not super spiritual 24 seven, but I read my Bible because I know if I don't mentally, I'm going to get down. It's something about reading your Bible. Yes. That reading your Bible that changes your mind. People like, oh, I don't understand it. Wait a minute. Get out the King James Version. Yep. <laughs> uh, like I don't understand what the King James Version say now. Yeah. When I, when I was a, uh, uh, when I was young in the faith, and I pulled out that that, that NLT, that NIV, the Message Bible, so I could <laughs> understand. Like I needed to know what was going on. And then as I got a little bit more mature, I was able to shift to be able to read something a little harder to understand. Like I said, the the Bible is the gift that keeps on giving. It does. I mean, how many times you read the Bible? You always get something different, and you're uh, gonna sit there and say, "I didn't even know that was in this chapter. I read this chapter like five times already." First revelation. I'm telling you. And then it, it's it is God breathed. It, it speaks to you. It speaks to your spirit. It will change the way you operate in your mind. It will change the way you think. Instead of looking at the glass half empty, you will look at the glass half full and you will find solutions to be able to be a thermostat and not a thermometer. Yep. You better say that. So y'all, gorge your eye, ear, and mouth. And like I said, the Bible is one way too. Even if you're not reading the Bible, find material, whether that's shows or documents or books to read that's going to feed your mental. That's so important as a man and woman. If you got a plan or a vision, you need to be writing it down. What does it take to get to this plan? How do I do it? If you don't know, that's your homework right there. Find out what it is. Yes. Find out what it is that you need to do to get to the next level. If you want to be a better husband, read books on being a better husband. If you want to be better in a particular area of business, go research the things that the people who are successful in what you're doing, find out what they're doing. And even better, if you can find someone that you can shadow, go do it. And that's why also me as a coach, me as a friend, me as a life coach, I always tell people when you connect with me and I connect with so many people, let me see if I can connect you to someone who knows exactly what you're doing so we can guide you in the right direction and you don't have to experience some of the things like we experience like gatekeeping or people trying to overcharge you. Yeah. So shameless plug, if you are looking for some, just some inspiration on, on a great book to read, there's one out there on Amazon. You get it. Amazon is audio as well. It's called Driven. Fight for what they said you couldn't have. Written by me. Uh, That's Riley. the one. But I also, if you are an inspiring author um, and don't know where to start, you can write me on any of my social media platforms. Or also you can go to my website, which you can get my book off the website as well. It's uh, www.bryantlavender.com and just holler at your boy and I will help you as much as I can. I will help be a spark plug to catapult you, you know, to do what you need to do and what God is, is has on your uh, has on your life to do because I want you to win. And y'all, it has been such a pleasure talking to y'all today. And just to recap the things that we said be intentional about your connections. That's one. Two, godly counsel. Let go of expectations. Let go of wanting to be in control. Practice patience. Guard your gates, eyes, ears, and mouth. And be intentional about what you intake. So 
that's it for us. Again, shameless plug. Please go check, check my bro B out. He can help you in so many areas. If you struggle with mental depression and anxiety, go to airfinese.com, click on the coaching tab and schedule a free 30-minute discovery session so we can get you on the right path and see how we can help change the course of your life with the things that we plan. So go book a coaching session because we ain't going to leave. That's the God in us. So y'all, we thank y'all so much for the men out there. I pray that you are encouraged in your spirit. Please reach out to Brian as a man. He's a godly man. Not only that, he is married and he's a faithful man. So if you're aspiring to be married, that's somebody you definitely would want to connect with. If you aspire to be business-minded, somebody you want to connect with. An author, somebody to connect with. His wife, she has so many things that she do. I can just name just a few and it won't even touch the tip of the iceberg. So y'all definitely go connect with them. Thank y'all so, so much for tuning in. And anything from you, Brian? Hey, that'll be great. <laughs> great. Just go be great people. It's a it's awesome. Thank you for having me on, my sis. I really appreciate you. And there's gonna be some amazing things coming out of this. I believe that not only for you, but for the people that listen. So get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Amen. Amen. And until next week, I love you guys so much in God. Mwah. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to hit the follow button for the Confessions of a Practicing Christian podcast to get your weekly dose of godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Also follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-P-C underscore pod and also on Facebook at Confessions of a Practicing Christian. Chime in and let me know your thoughts on this week's episode.